This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Sit in friends in the morning. 77 WABC. story on Dolores Catania today, Little Housewives of New Jersey, talking about her history as a cop and her father, Larry, running the police department in Patterson, New Jersey, her brother, Louis, a big cop there as well, big police, pro-police family, so good job by uh, Cindy Adams. And uh, Kyrie Irving, <laughs> this guy, he is such a jerk-off, it's unbelievable. I mean, it, it really is unbelievable. <laughs> Can't be more. No, there's more. So he, he got a ton of money from Nike because he's a very good player. He's not great. He's very, very good. Very, he may be great. I don't know. I can't stand him, so I'm, I'm, I'm biased at this point. Yes, slightly. Yeah. So he gets a ton of money from Nike to do what? Wear their sneakers. That's it. Not put on armor and go into the Ukraine and fight for your country. Not sit there with <laughs> patients dying of AIDS. To wear sneakers to his stupid basketball games, and he got like millions and millions of dollars. So Nike goes, you know what? Probably not a great idea to have a guy who doesn't like Jewish people, like E. West, you know. He should have gone for dinner too that night. Trump would have had him sit down too, I promise you. Probably not a good idea to have a guy who hates Jewish people wearing our product. So they, they fired him, they fired Kyrie Irving. So instead of Kyrie, who's supposed to be on this apology tour, as you know, sucking it up and saying, well, okay, there are casualties when there are repercussions when I do something stupid, he takes a piece of black tape, puts it over the Nike logo during the Nets game last night, and writes this, I am free. Thank you, God, I am free. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, you know, he is free because now he doesn't get paid. It's free. <laughs> you stupid moron. <laughs> you made millions of dollars to win. What is he free from? Hold on, next did. question. What is he free from? He made millions of dollars to wear a pair of sneakers to play a stupid sport, which I like less and less every day, and I'm a diehard Nick fan. Yeah, what was he, a hostage in a cell? I, I mean, seriously. <laughs> we just talked about Rambo and John McCain. <laughs> This guy is such a low life. It doesn't matter. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna go over there. I'm gonna get Kyrie out of the United States. I'm gonna do that. Aye, aye, aye. Can we win this time? Yeah. I'd like to. I'm the. I'm the cure. <laughs> Bill O'Reilly coming up at eight forty. Doctor Mark Siegel, Fox News coming up at nine twenty-five. But we do put this time aside every Thursday now for a guy that I really enjoy. He's brilliant. Uh, of course, Fox News, many, many years. I miss now maybe doing his best work right here with me. Here he is, Judge Napolitano. Good Thursday morning, Judge. How are you? 
Oh, good morning, Sid. The pleasure to be here with you. And thank you for that very generous introduction, my friend. Well, you deserve it. You have been uh, great for so, so many years. And I'm humbled to have you here with me every Thursday morning. I did read one of your most recent columns, Protecting the Speech We Hate. And it starts right away, first paragraph, talking about Nazi Germany, which, of course, has come up in these Fuentes conversations with President Trump. Tell folks about your latest column. Well, the latest column uh, reminds everybody that even hate speech uh, is protected. Uh, the column, of course, is critical of my still friend, not former friend, still friend, uh, Donald J. Trump. You know, by the way, let me stop you right there, that Trump supporters and a lot of Republicans don't believe you when you say that. Like, I'm on the air every day saying I'd still vote for him today, but I think what he's done lately is moronic. They don't believe you when you say that. They, they say I, you're just pandering. I agree with you. I heard you say the same thing about uh, 15 minutes ago, right before Bill O'Reilly uh, came on. And that is a phenomenon that when people who know him, like you and I, and people who have had respect and even affection for him, um, criticize his horrible public behavior, they think that suddenly we're never Trumpers who hate him and always hated him and don't want to have anything to do with him. That's not so. The piece that you just ran by the great uh, Larry Kudlow is is very Judeo-Christian, and it basically says, hey, we like you. Clean up your act. We're not washing our hands of you. We're just saying when you sit down with anti-Semites, notorious haters of the Jewish people and notorious deniers of the facts of history— you tarnish your own brand, and you separate yourself from the rest of us. I think I'm saying exactly uh, what you said earlier, yep. Sid. Yep. The column this morning, and uh, thank you for uh, mentioning it, uh, it comes out every uh, Thursday morning. The column um, I wrote to stir the pot to remind people that even though this speech is hateful, it is still protected. We don't want to suppress hate speech because we want to know who the haters are and what their speech is so that we can rebut it and neutralize it rather than just having it come from out of a black cave and we don't know who's uh, who's saying it. Right, so let me stop you for one second, because I, I understand the spirit of what you're talking about. And certainly the first, uh, uh, you know, the Constitution, I, I appreciate all of that. But believe me, I do. But um, you're telling me that you're okay with Kanye West spewing anti-Semitism on Twitter, with the Taliban going on Twitter looking to kill Americans? Or am I putting words in your mouth? No, no, I'm not okay with it. Uh, Twitter is a private uh, entity, and if, uh, if Elon Musk doesn't want that on his bulletin board, that is his choice. The government can't suppress speech because of the content of the speech. Gotcha. But... John Casamitidis can, Fox News can, the New York Times can, in their own uh, in their own venues. The last thing we want is for government to be censoring speech because it doesn't like the content uh, of it. Um, speech is a natural extension of thought, and just as we can think what we want, we can say what we think. But when someone is anti-Semitic or denies uh, the Holocaust, or I got to say this, wants to terminate 
the Constitution, which right. protects free speech, we must challenge that speech with our speech. That's my argument. Uh, the remedy yep. for hate speech is not enforced silence. The remedy for hate speech is challenge and neutralize the hate speech. No, I like it. Uh, I think you're right, too. I agree with you there 100%. I tell you, I mentioned moments ago, George, that I love it when politics and sports kind of collide. In this hate speech speech, and again, you, you got to go back to suppression as well, what Twitter did with the Hunter Biden stuff. Interesting to me that a guy like James Baker, most recently fired by Twitter, his two worlds collided as well. Here's a guy that worked for both the FBI and Twitter, and on both ends was suppressing speech and making sure Republicans got screwed. I mean, this guy, James Baker, very quietly has been a huge public enemy for years. Yes, yes. He, he's, a, he's been a wrecking ball. So here's the law. If James Baker works at Twitter and is doing the bidding of the Democratic National Committee, to suppress uh, bad information about Joe Biden so that uh, he'll beat Donald Trump. He can do that. The Fox News can suppress bad information about uh, Trump. Twitter can suppress bad information about Biden. But if James Baker is doing the bidding of his former employers, the FBI, if the government is uh, is the one that really wants to suppress the speech, but the suppression is being carried out by Twitter. Then we have a very serious First Amendment problem in which the courts will impose the restraints of the First Amendment upon Twitter. Twitter will lose its independence. Now, of course, this is the old Twitter, the Jack Dorsey Twitter, not the, um, not the Elon Musk Twitter. But when the private entity, Twitter, does the bidding of the government, then the courts will impose the First Amendment restraints on the private entity, and they'll lose their freedom to regulate their uh, their bulletin board. So the exposure of people like James Baker is a very good thing. We need to know what was going on. Was he doing the bidding of the Democrats? He can do it. Was he doing the bidding of the FBI? He absolutely cannot do it without disastrous consequences for Twitter. Another great column by you, the Twitter files missed the real scandal, FBI interference in the 2020 election. Exactly what you and I are talking about right now. Let's move back to Trump for a second. Uh, It was found two days ago that his organization, guilty of all 17 counts of fraud. I did speak with Alan Dershowitz yesterday. Uh, both of us kind of agree it's kind of a nothing burger. It's more about this guy Weaselberg than anything else, although cumulatively these things are adding up for Donald Trump. But what do you think about this guilty verdict for the Trump organization? I think it's going to, and it has already, fraud uh, a criminal investigation of Trump personally. I think that uh, Alvin Bragg, and he's got a lot of baggage, and we all know uh, what that is. Um, he's no Robert Morgenthau, but but he has the job now. He just hired a uh, former federal prosecutor uh, to come and work for him. And that guy's job and the team assigned to that fellow, last name Colangelo, I forget his first name, uh, is to take all the evidence from the case against the Trump organization uh, and frame it as evidence against Donald Trump personally. Is that what Letitia James is doing right now, basically, from the state 
She's going after him personally, and now you're telling me that the city is going to follow. She does not have the ability uh, to indict him. It's odd. She's the only uh, attorney general in the union, but that's, that's the New York Constitution. That's not her. Uh, that prohibits her from indicting. So she has taken everything she discovered in, in the civil case against the Trump organization and given it to Bragg. So Bragg has the uh, benefit of the criminal case uh, against the Trump organization, which Bragg brought, uh, the civil case against the Trump organization, which Letitia James brought. And they're going to weave that into a criminal case against the former president personally. So I would not be surprised, and I know this is going to upset people. Uh, if he, I would be, not be surprised if he is indicted by a New York state grand jury sitting in Manhattan for the very same crimes for which his company has just been convicted. Now, just because he's indicted, of course, doesn't mean that he's guilty. Uh, so he, he can be indicted, but he may have better lawyers. I don't know. Are you telling me that if Donald Trump is indicted, that most people will just come to the conclusion that he's guilty? Does that mean the end of his presidential run? Maybe not uh, literally, but figuratively. What do you think about all of that? I, I, well, he's innocent until proven guilty. An indictment is evidence of nothing. A grand jury can, a, a, a good prosecutor get a grand jury to indict a ham sandwich. Right. 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 No, <laughs> is, that's, that's what we saw at the impeachment. I mean, basically, that's it. Correct. You can impeach a ham sandwich. Yeah. Correct. However, the public will perceive that there's a there there, particularly if there's more than one indictment. So he's facing a potential indictment in New York City for the same tax fraud um, matters and allegations for which his corporations were just convicted. He's facing an indictment in Florida for the Mar-a-Lago documents. He's facing an indictment in Washington, D.C., for uh, ginning up uh, January 6th. I'm not saying that they can be convicted on all this stuff, but these are the likely indictments. And he's facing an indictment in Atlanta, Georgia. Jesus. This is the one that um, mm. our uh, good friend Rudy Giuliani made right. me involved with, right. involving the alleged plot to send alleged fake uh, electors to Washington, D.C. So I think these four indictments are more likely than not. And you said it a few minutes ago, the cumulative effect of this on the public psyche will be, God, there's got to be something going yeah, on. Yeah, I agree. That I got to tell you. That will damage him, and that will damage him politically. Yeah, I think you're right. Unfortunately, and what really bothers me is not that he's getting into trouble for some of these things. If he did it, he did it. I do like the guy. I want him to win, but if he did it, he did it. But it just seems unfair that he's going to face four indictments and this low-life piece of garbage, and not because he's an addict. I'm an addict, too. I'm in recovery as well. This lowlife Hunter Biden has not been indicted yet. Well, what is going on with that? Well, uh, to to Joe Biden's credit, uh, the U.S. attorney in Wilmington, Delaware, investigating Hunter Biden is a Donald Trump appointee. Now, when Trump became president, he asked all uh, and this is standard. He asked all Obama federal prosecutors to resign. They all did. Uh, except for the one in, in New York, and uh, Trump had Bill Barr uh, fire. Joe Biden has not asked this Trump-appointed prosecutor investigating his son to resign. So I uh, believe 
that that is a true, neutral Justice Department investigation. I don't know why it's taking as long uh, as it is, but it's in the hands of people who owe no favors to the Biden family. Okay, so do you think then it's inevitable, a matter of uh, when, not if, or you're still not sure there'll ever be an indictment for Hunter Biden? I'm not sure there will ever be an indictment for Hunter Biden. His behavior has been reprehensible, but I don't know what of it is uh, is criminal. It appears that the uh, crimes uh, have to do with the IRS. Right. Do you believe that his father was getting money, all this, the big guy, as we've seen in emails, Tony Bablinski's interview with Tucker Carlson, Miranda Devine's fine work in the New York Post? I believe it. Do you believe that uh, Joe Biden has gotten monies along the way as part of this whole European deal? I hope he paid taxes on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he did. <laughs> Judge, you're, uh, you're, you're just great. I'm so happy you're here every Thursday. You really are terrific. Another great appearance. Thank you so much. I love you. God bless you. God bless you, Sid. All the best. All the best. Judge Napolitano, what a great addition to this show every Thursday. Heck of a two hours right there, I would say. Mike Lawler up in Rockland County, where I'll be Saturday signing books. Citizens United at Joe and Jones. And Judge Napolitano, still to come. Oh, come on now. Bill O'Reilly and Dr. Mark Siegel. We're all going to die. All of us. Some uh, new flu is coming, and it's going to kill all of us. So don't ever change this channel, man, because you're going to find out at 925. We're all in big trouble. Keep it right here. Sitting friends in the morning, only on Talk Radio 77, WABC. Darling, only the good die.